looking to get cold side of Fon. Lafondra away from Davis. 3 1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food, which is a magnificent place to go in the summer. Just voted the beer garden of Reading. I'm not sure it's a beer garden, it's a pub. I mean, I don't know. Is it a pub? Is it a place? I'm not completely sure, but I do love it. So on this podcast, we are going to be talking about nine Shane Long memories. Just he's a bit of an icon, isn't he, Dave? I mean, I've been joined by Dave Stevens in Denver. I think you're in. Where are you today? Denver, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Back home. He was, I mean, how is it this guy is like made the Oracle so popular nationwide when he re-signed for us? And we just all love him so much. And I mean, you look at his career, he had two over 200 appearances, um, over 50 goals and surprisingly 29 assists. Um, he's just a kind of, is he an icon of Reading of this era? I, I'd say he possibly is. Yeah, I think you have to put him in that category. Um, a fan favourite, uh, an Oracle favourite, as you say. Uh, there are people actually that have gone down to the Oracle just to get a sight of him and ended up buying a bunch of stuff. So he's actually helped the local economy as well. Uh, and the amount yeah. of times he's been there when he wasn't actually there as well. It, it is quite incredible. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the spirit of Shane Long is always in the Oracle, as I always say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should put up a, like a poster of him, like a, mm-hmm. like a hologram of him just there at all times. Maybe as an anniversary on the day that he actually re-signed for Reading, Dave. I mean, could we create a petition for this to happen? I'm already drafting it as, as we speak. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. It does indeed. So let's get started on these nine memories. So hit us with one then, Dave. Uh, are we going to go straight in for the well-known ones or a little bit more niche? Uh, let, let, let's start up with a, a nice well-known one. Keep people interested. Yeah, I think I know where you're going to go, but um, I, I can pitch you my my enduring memory, uh, which is uh, that equaliser at uh, in a game against Derby. Yeah. Yeah, that was absolutely glorious because that kept the 33-match unbeaten run going. Oh, my God. That's just such a ridiculous thing to say now, isn't it? But um, <laughs> just got incredible. No one would believe you today, would they? <laughs> Reading did what? Yeah. 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 33 days without a manager. Let's not get into that, though. Let's not get dragged in. But um, <laughs> it's quite incredible, that, isn't it, how he came on. And when we first saw him as well, it didn't really look like that much of a footballer, did it? Because I remember Jem Karajan saying that in training, the first time he saw him, he's like, what? what? What's this guy doing it? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, he was raw. He, he had only made his professional debut uh, in, in Ireland uh, earlier that same year, uh, in March 2005. So he was a raw talent in, in all senses of the word. Um, obviously, you could see a bit of that strength from from his background in uh, hurling, I believe. And you think, okay, well, it, the young lads, uh, we maybe one we've signed for the future. But now he's coming on. He he replaced Convy, who was quite an established member of that team, as we all uh, lovingly remember. And then first first touch of the ball he gets. He gets fouled and gets taken down by the lad that then gets sent off, Davies. So now we're playing against 10 men. So he's already helped <laughs> with his first touch. And then, well, I mean, it. the corner comes in from Shorey, goes beyond the far post, 
but Doyle heads it back. And then he's just rose like a salmon. Off he went. It was it was out of nowhere. Absolutely beautiful goal. Beautiful, beautiful. I've just got to like remember those moments when we were doing the watch alongs and um uh... Lansley would say, rose like a salmon on a trampoline. <laughs> Can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> on a trampoline. Which is, I don't know where <laughs> came up with that, but I did enjoy that. But yeah, it's a fantastic moment. I remember celebrating that in my um, living room. No, I wasn't at a game uh, with my dad. And just, oh, it was so much fun because it was over there. Was it in between Christmas Day and uh, yeah. like New Year? I'm trying to remember. La- yeah. Last day of 2005, yeah. Okay, yeah. Eve, yeah. Right at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, just an iconic team to be part of. And he wasn't like a mainstay of that team, but he made enough appearances. He scored a few goals. He made his first start in that season against yep. Luton Town. We won that game 3-1. Uh, you'll be surprised to hear that we did win most games that season. So... <laughs> Not a mostly of a shot, but it hit me with another one of your uh, nine moments there, Dave, because he did have some big ones. He certainly did. Now, this one, this one's off the field, but this is another one that lives rent-free in my head for some reason, probably because I've watched that um, season review DVD so many times that if you can wear out a DVD, I've done it. Uh, so this is uh, this is Shane Long singing and playing guitar for Ron Grant's 70th birthday down at the training ground. Uh, and he sang Brown Eyed Girl, which is, you know, that's a karaoke classic. Everyone will, everyone will join in when that one comes on. Um, but what I really like is recently we heard that uh, from Shane, actually, that it was actually Brian McDermott's idea. He, he saw this lad that was staying with him, very shy, very kind of like kept to himself. And he wanted him to integrate into the group. So McDermott brought the guitar, which there's little moments of David Brent coming out there, which uh, we all love, uh, brought the guitar along and told Shane, go on, break the ice, go and, go and sing. You're good at this. You can play, you can sing. And there it was. A great voice, good at the guitar, plays football. Every, every young man's idol, I would think. He's just ridiculously talented, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... He couldn't even be just... out, could he? You know, he's got to have something wrong with him. No, he's a good-looking boy as well. Shane, we're all jealous. Yeah, well, Kaylee's a lucky woman, isn't she? To have yeah. that dulcet tone singing to her every night. I'm sure she's like, sometimes night. Shane, put that away. Put the guitar <laughs> away. I've had enough. I've had enough. But yeah, no, it was a great memory. Ron Grant, another legend of Reading. Yeah. Got to love Ron. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we've got to talk about that moment at Liverpool, though, haven't we? Has when, to come. Yeah, yeah. And we've got to also give a little tribute. It's not about Brenny Esther, but that nutmeg. Yeah. <laughs> to get the cross Glorious. Phil, that's the kid's say. The winner. And mm-hmm. he won the penalty just before to get us into he did. time. And... Yeah, he, he seems to have this, um, in these key moments, you, you tend to get these, these crossovers where in a single game, he'll have two really key moments. Uh, contribution shall we say so maybe he scores a goal maybe he contributes something that makes the game go in our favor uh, he, he certainly had a number of those and, and this is one of them because uh tell you what that that header uh from and again that the nutmeg was nice but that is a great cross from Bryn as well oh totally Lindsay lohan that would have been in my <laughs> uh, living room 100 <laughs> percent. yeah no that would have been uh 
absolutely insane. I can't believe that actually happened in many ways now when you look back. what well, These moments that he gave us, though, um, it's the joy, isn't it? The unexpected moments when, it's like, as a whole team, it obviously was not just Shane, mm-hmm. but just those moments when, as a Redden fan, he gave you, like, pride. And if you're, yeah. like, a young kid going into school after that, you're like, yeah, all right, yeah, I am a Redden fan. Because you get a lot of stick in Reading. There's yeah. obviously all these clubs around. But when you go to Liverpool and win, Mm-hmm. You're going to love that the next day, aren't you? Well, it's another one of those where even just three, four, five years earlier, if you'd have said, oh, yeah, well, you're going to watch Reading go up and beat Liverpool at Anfield, uh, and, and not just a lucky goal, it'll be deserved. Mm. You'd have laughed. You'd have said, come on, let's be realistic here. I'd, I'd just like to get us up to the to the top flight or something like that. It, it was just, you know, we'd, we'd had the, the disappointment of not staying in the Premier League and, and we come down and we kind of like, we weren't really getting back up. But then we had this new team emerging and, and showing us something and, and, and long leading the line in that. It, it was, he's a part of that kind of like second resurgence of, of that golden era. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. You mentioned Brian as well there when yeah. he was living with him. I remember when he said on the podcast that recorded with him that Shane used to cut his grass. And I've just got this image of him just hovering around with a fly mow, going, Brian, Brian, is that all right? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that good enough? <laughs> Brian's like, yeah. Give him a big thumbs up sign. <laughs> it's not yeah. one, isn't it? You can have your dinner tonight, Shane. It's all yeah. going to be good. The, the big question for me on that one is, did he make him do the lines like on a oh. football pitch? Because because yeah. uh, I still do that to this day with my lawn because uh, <laughs> I apparently am still a child. But uh, I, I think that I, I would like to imagine McDermott out there just saying, come on now, Shane, you know, how are we going to tell offside if you're doing wonky, you know? I would like that. I would like the extra detail. Maybe <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that would be lovely. <laughs> I'd just like to see that, yeah, in my head. But let's get on to another point about Shane. He's had uh, some other classic moments. What about West Brom? Uh, not West Brom, sorry. Uh, let's cut, cut that bit out. Absolutely yep. bollocks that. What about what about when... <laughs> what about when we went down to Cardiff in the playoffs? Beat them 3-0. Shane Long with a fantastic, fantastic goal there, the first one. It doesn't get enough credit that, Dave. It doesn't. It, it kind of gets forgotten because ultimately we, we lost the playoff final, which again, Reading fans, come on, what were we expecting? That's that's what happens. We know this now. Um, but I think, you know, going down to Cardiff, we weren't favoured. We we didn't really expect to come away with a 3-0 win uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it was dominant and, and he was a very large part of that uh, of that performance. Obviously, others contributed heavily, but, you know, you, you associate... <laughs> what about when we went down to Cardiff in the playoffs, beat them 3-0, Shane Long with a fantastic, fantastic goal there, the first one. It doesn't get enough credit that, Dave. It doesn't. It, it kind of gets forgotten because ultimately we, we lost the playoff final, which, again... Reading fans, come on, what were we expecting? That's that's what happens. We know this now. Um, but I think, you know, going down to Cardiff, we weren't favoured. We we didn't really expect to come away with a 3-0 win uh, by any stretch of the imagination. 
Um, but it was dominant and and he was a very large part of that uh, of that performance. Obviously, others contributed heavily, but you know, you, you associate long with that game and and it it really hit home that you know we could be onto something here. We we might be able to like sneak through and maybe this is our year because we're you know idiots and we think that we might one day win a playoff final, which probably will never happen. Um but I remember I I'd already moved over to the States at this point, so I wasn't at the game, but um Alex uh from the pod, uh he came up with a lovely little memory uh of being in in the crowd there and uh, and the chant of shoes off if you love reading after after the second from long so uh you know if, i think you've done well as a as a reading striker if you've got the shoes off if you love reading uh chant going it i mean it's the pinnacle of life isn't it <laughs> it yeah. doesn't get much better than that really yep <clears throat> uh, well, yeah i mean i just look back at those games and taking that penalty and the way that we just bossed them. And Shane had so much pace at that point. And after that yeah. game, Medeski was asked, how much would you value at Shane Long? And he's like, 20 million. <laughs> 20 million. <laughs> I remember that as well. It was like, wow. He's gone next level there, hasn't he? That is like, that's a big transfer fee in 2011, I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that was... Um, oh, God, yeah. So, let's do another one then. Let's have a, just, it's just nice to have a nostalgia pod. Something like it is. really upbeat. It's just really good. Just, just think about times where, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to go on to a sad moment now, but it was a sad moment in the midst of nearly greatness rather than where we find ourselves today. So yeah, I'm having a lovely time. Um, but yeah, so the next one I, I thought of was the, um, the, the loss in the playoff final. Um, so obviously we, we don't need to revisit the playoff final itself. Uh, no one likes losing to Swansea and no one likes losing the playoff final. But uh, what, what stuck out to me was um, long on the pitch after the game, tears in his eyes, and, and everyone just knew, like, he knew he was going to be sold. If we didn't go up, he was going to get sold because he was the most valuable player we had, and we used to run the club like a business back then. I, some younger listeners might wonder what we're talking about, but uh, we used to not make horrendous losses every year we would we would sell our assets uh and and then replace them um so yeah it was just just a very sad moment where you you kind of a lot of players when leaving a club will say oh this club is in my heart and and it means so much to me and you think "Mm, i've just found three other clubs you've left and said the exact same thing at uh when you saw that moment where it was like pure sadness on his face and 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 he knew he was he was gonna have to leave reading you do believe him when he says that you know there's always going to be a place in his heart for for this club yeah yeah totally um that was such a sad moment i think the fact that he did come back to reading he had that return and I'm going to link in uh, a moment there as well. When he went up to take the penalty, when he scored his goal, it's just such a, it was a magical moment. Let's forget everything that happened around afterwards after yep. with the team, because that's not down to Shane. It's not all down to one player. It's a combination of events. But when he was walking up and they were singing his name around the stadium, you just think, just, don't miss this. This yeah. is the moment. <laughs> this is the moment. And everything came together. And you could see the joy for him. And uh, just 
the combination events, the family picture when he signed for Reading again, it was on the website and just how much, you know, it, it, it meant to him. And then when he left, now he's retired, obviously. And saying in his statement on Instagram, and I don't think he's got Twitter, saying that he'll always be a Reading fan. I think, um, I don't think, it's absolutely certain that he loves Reading. Yeah. You know, it's always fair, be a special place in his in his heart for us. And it, you've got to love that as a fan because it's very, very rare that you see that from any club around the country. I mean, obviously, when you've got these massive clubs, maybe it happens a little bit more. But for Reading, for a player that actually was born nowhere near Reading, that makes it more special. Because obviously mm-hmm. we have got the team actually got the Tom Himes. They've got that link. But he's come in and he's embraced everything. And you do wish it had gone a little bit better for him when he came back, but at least he had that moment. And yeah. That he was did. Really... And it, it was a special moment for, for him and for the fans that, that were there the first time, the ones that have heard about him from the ones that were there the first time. It mm-hmm. it was probably one of the one of the fewer uh, wonderful moments from this past season, uh, which you yes. can count on one hand. Um, but yeah, to to say that he he really embraced the the club and the town is not hyperbole. Like he he definitely has a connection with with Reading and and not. Yeah, it's almost like a paint day. Moving on to <laughs> yeah. one of your points that you've got. Oh um, yeah, so that. I, I don't want to blow your mind, Paul, but I I have now become convinced that it was fate that Shane Long was going to sign for Reading. Um, so many people know the link between uh, Cork City, from whom we signed uh, Shane Long, and Reading, which is the Dolan brothers. So uh, Pat Dolan was the uh, manager at Cork City, and he had actually uh, discovered Shane. He brought him to Cork. And uh, his brother, obviously, is, is Eamon, uh, the, the great academy manager that we sadly lost. And uh, that, that's a good one. That, that's a family connection. There's a, there's a certain amount of, okay, yeah, he, of course he would choose Reading. But there is another connection. So in March 2005, when he made his League of Ireland debut, he came on as a sub, replacing none other than former Royal Joe Gamble. So, I mean, it's written in the stars, Paul. He had to I, come to Reading. It's just blow my brain. I mean, it's it's not really a good space to be in to be lost for words recording a podcast. But <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say to that. Yeah, Joe Gamble. Well, it's, that's random, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, yeah, just meant to be. Shane was always meant to be a role, essentially. And that's what it was. He knew, yeah. Fulfilled his destiny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'll touch on this one as well. We've mentioned the Oracle already. And and I think that the Oracle should be all over a pod about Shane Long. But, you know, from January 2012 to January 2022, he was just ever present in the Oracle, as we've mentioned. Every time someone went in there during a transfer window, I don't know why it was always during a transfer window that he did it's a weird, isn't it, the coincidence yeah. that that happens? Massive odd, coincidence. Yeah. Um, then, then you get that moment 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Of the signing announcement. Now, quite rightly, the club have not been uh, too well regarded for their communication and their connection to the fan base uh, of late, shall we say. And uh, we'll leave it at that. But they nailed this one. The announcement of Shane Long being spotted at the Oracle. Bravo. Uh, so, yeah, we, we had that moment of him come back, which we've covered. But uh, just, just to call out, the announcement video was was pretty good work. Yeah, that, that that was, yeah, how could you not love that? Everyone was waiting for it, hoping for it, tweeting, saying, oh, I'll do it at the Oracle. I was probably one of them via mm-hmm. EPR. Um, uh, we all got involved with that because it's just a fun thing. Okay. And they actually did it. And they, they got it absolutely right, Dave. And mm-hmm. um, it's those little things that do make a difference. Ultimately, it's about winning. But when you get a player returning like that, just milk it. Yes. Just 100% milk it, I would say. I mean, it was an open goal. Just, yeah. just tap it in, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> wants it. <laughs> they want that thing, that kind of like that crossover between social media and reality to come true. Yes. And it did. And it was in a fun way and in a positive way. It wasn't in a horrible way. Yep. It was in a way that we could all enjoy, no matter what age you were. So it wasn't exactly. like... Yeah. So uh, that was really good and... Yeah, let's not get too much about the club. Yes. Then uh, back to Shane Long, who we love. Uh, FA Cup quarter final. I want to say this was 2011, uh, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. Um, Yeah, it would have been 2010, I think. Anyway, uh, against Villa at home. We're 2 0 up at half time. Both goals, Shane Long. Oh, magical stuff. We'll forget the second half. John Carew <laughs> still gives me nightmares. Um, I actually, Kate, this is my first game back at the Medeski Stadium after leaving for America two years earlier. So I was very excited about this game. <laughs> and yeah, at half time, I was quite happy. At half time, it, it was bouncing, wasn't it? We were, yeah, I was like, yeah. this is brilliant. The, the, the good times continue. And uh, yeah, John Carew. Uh, had a hat trick and, and they won four two and we were out. But again, you can't start getting too carried away as a Reading fan growing up in the era that that I did anyway. Quarter final of a of a FA Cup and we're in it and we're leading at half time. You know, it, it was still progression. It was still good. But he was brilliant that first half. Um, mm. Very 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 much hard to contain uh, from a, from a Villa perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is the real move towards his peak season is that it's just a year or so before when he absolutely smashed the championship. And then, yeah, he just dominated really. He was one of the best players in that league by distance. I do. Whenever I think of that game against um, uh, Aston Villa, I just remember the atmosphere in the concourse at halftime and I couldn't, it's really frustrating, but that John Carew chant, it just is in my head, and I hate it. <laughs> it's like I've forgotten it from years ago, but it's yep. there, isn't it? He's bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, like, 
It, it just oh. lurks there, and you, it does. It you does. Remember when hearing I see it mentioned on any TV program or anything, it just brings horrible flashbacks. There are worse. Yep. There are worse moments than that in Redden's history, but um, uh, a great many of them, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there is quite a few. But yeah, no shame. Must have that must have really caught the attention of a lot of Premier League teams then at that moment because they're thinking, okay, yeah, Championship. He's done well. But now he's doing it against that level of team as well. So that must have been a, a real big moment for his career. And they just obviously kept watching him and he progressed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the we've already covered the, the penalty on his return and, and getting everyone covered. So the, the ninth one uh, that I, I had here, um, recognition for that 2010-2011 season mm-hmm. with the Player of the Season award. And I thought one thing that you'll find about some iconic players uh, in our minds as fans is they don't necessarily always get an actual award, uh, player of the season or, or manager of the month or whatever it may be uh, for, uh, in the manager side or, or anything else. Uh, so I do think that it was fitting that in that in that peak season that he had, uh, he, he was rewarded uh, as our player of the season back then yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah he was by distance i mean that was a really good team there's yeah. no doubt on that but um yeah he he was the difference maker really. so a question for you based on that one oh here Keep we go interesting i've had a friend say that if that team had gone up through the playoff final they would have been better placed to stay up than the team that did go up the following year. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 yeah I think they would have. There been. was something yeah. about that team, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And they had a little bit more youth in it, if I remember as well. Yeah. 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 And we wouldn't have ended up with a terrible financial situation afterwards, but let's not get into that as well. <laughs> yeah. Sliding doors yeah. moments of running. But that's in not no... a negative. What, what I will say is this. Um, when we're talking about Reading 15, 20 years from today, fans are chatting about you know their memories and everything else. I do think Shane Long will continue to be in the conversation. Um, he, he's one of those that will be brought up alongside a Kitson and a Doyle and a Sidwell and a, and a Hanneman. And um, I'm, I'm not quite ready to say, you know, like a Friday because Robin Friday has endured. Well, belong uh, well, much longer than than any other Reading player mm. uh, in most people's memories. So uh, I hope he he matches that, but uh, but I won't I won't put that tension uh, and uh, expectation on him. Um, but I do think that you know he's one of those players that very few will ever have a bad word to say about him. Um, mo- most people, yeah, I think that's the thing memories. about him, isn't it, Dave? I don't think many people. I know, I've never heard anything. I mean, he's obviously stands up for himself, and we heard in the. Uh, I think it was on the Katie Long um, podcast, which I'd recommend listening to. That she does one with Shane, and there's some other good ones there as well. And he talks about how Trapattoni, um, no, it was someone else, the, the Republic of Ireland manager, and they basically humiliated him by making him give the number nine shirt to someone else who was coming in. And you know, he was really rightly pissed off about that. Yeah. He, you know, he's going to. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's just trying to. Yeah, belittle someone, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to be pissed off by that. But yeah, I think he is. He comes across really well, and 
I've always got a lot of time for Shane. I think he's just been one of the like most important players we've had in many years in just, you know, there's lots of them, but he's just one of those players that you'd like to have a chat with and stuff. And, yeah. But he wouldn't want to do anything like that because he just wants to be his own world, which you respect as well. But also on a personal point of view, I've seen that he's now doing some stuff for the um, illness, which I've got with cystic fibrosis. So he always gets like a little bit extra from me for that. But um, yeah, have you got any more things that you want to talk about that day? Because are we wrapped up? I, I think we've covered we've covered all the ones that stick in my mind, and uh, I'm actually so. quite proud that it was nine because uh, I haven't got the best memory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All I know is just positives. It's like one of those things, like like when the sun comes out and you're just like, oh, "That's nice," you know. That's Shane Long for me, you know. He's, yeah, he's, mention his name, and I think, right. "Oh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant memories." Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with doing a pod like this. There's enough kind of like problems at Reading and everything at the moment, and like what's happening and all that. But let's just enjoy Shane Long for what he gave us and the memories and the good team, the 106, being involved in a team that almost got promoted but didn't quite make it to the playoff final. And coming back in that moment when he scored the goal and the chance. So I hope you enjoyed it. Just a little bit of fun. We thought we'd put it out there. And our appreciation for Shane Long and all the dedication he's given to Redden over the years. And we will be back at some point when something significant happens at Reading, whenever that is. So cheers for listening.